So we back. Welcome. I mean, I don't know what episode we're in, but this is a whole new season. It's Welcome. A whole, yeah, I mean, well, it, it, by default, it has to be a new season. It right? does. Welcome to a whole new season of Trailblazing. Man, did we, did we even introduce ourselves? I'm Jerry Jones. I'm Date M. Um, you probably figured out why we're called Trailblazing. Right. Um, if you know, you know. Uh, I'm the trail. <laughs> Which I Wait. think Jerry said plenty of times, like, man, quit being an ass. So I'm the trail. <laughs> well, I'm only the bluff. I'm the I'm the bluff. Right? I mean, you know, all of <laughs> and all of us can be shunned. I mean, if you're a person of color in the United States right now, you're feeling shunned. I mean, I almost have to say, like, I was just trying to think how many, how many Marvel movies have been released since our last conversation a lot man there's a lot to catch up on and i I take full responsibility i'm pretty sure i took full responsibility for the lag in our last one i'm committed like i I, like this podcast is gonna be like my beloved once a week had january 6th already happened no wow it's been a minute it has been a A minute minute we in many ways we live in a different country now yeah it's almost like we fell asleep and then we woke up and it was like it was a whole new place. He's like the worst of Rip Van Winkle. Man, like it's one of those, like, man, can you take me back to sleep, please? <laughs> this is the problem. Too many of us are asleep. We need to wake up. Wake up. <laughs> it is time to wake up. That's the other thing is we hope this podcast will wake you up. Right. But I feel like if we don't get into it, we just don't put people back to sleep. All right. The people want to hear about politics, bro. They do. Yeah. Y'all want to hear about it? You haven't gotten enough of the the political ads. I mean, don't we agree that we can all agree that basically, based on the commercials, no matter who we choose, we're all voting for horrible people, according to the commercials. I mean, but like this is only because here in Missouri is primary day. Like some people have had their primary day. They they're done. Some so they so they become- so they voted for horrible people too. <laughs> we're, we're all voting for terrible people, according to uh the commercials and then they have the nerve to approve the message (laughs) oh so what we're probably going to spend most of our time on a a, a particular supreme court decision Mm -hmm. but but you need you need to throw some fire on somebody which is just a shame i feel like so if you want to go back in the archive (laughs) see people who people who listen to the 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 previous season probably thinks why does he have an accident what is he what has this guy done right what has he done? Chuck Schumer. Has done nothing to you. He's he's done nothing. He has done nothing to <laughs> me. He's bed. done nothing for me. He what what has Chuck Schumer done? So Chuck Schumer, to I guess we give him credit for this week. There's he, no I guess. He gets credit. He gets cr- for what? He passed a bill that everyone thought was dead. Why did what? everyone think it was dead? Because Joe Manchin had killed it. Joe Manchin, the real <laughs> part. No, Joe. Okay, so Joe Manchin, senator from West Virginia, as is you know, senator. No, okay, he truly is. He's not only in 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 the de facto Senate Majority Leader. He is not just. He's he's actually the leader of the Democratic Party right now. Man. He is the most powerful. Democrat in DC. He is completely controlling the agenda. He's the only dude. He's the only dude that shows up to work. 
saying, because we work with these people before, right? People that show up, I ain't doing this. I don't care what happens. I ain't doing that. He just shows up. I ain't, I ain't going to vote for this today. I, I ain't voting for uh, voting rights. I ain't voting for climate change. I ain't voting for nothing. So all I got to say is because of the numbers breakdown in the Senate, then both Manchin and Cinema have um, their their power is magnified. So so like folks got to get on board, and he has been the most upfront yeah. about what he won't do. So I I all I'll say is this: I, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to throw fire. I, we thought we were going to get nothing. We thought that we're going to get this tech bill. We thought that maybe we're going to get this updated version of the of the role of mm -hmm. the vice president in in, mm -hmm. in certifying the electoral counts. What we got was uh, uh, a uh, anti-inflation bill or whatever they call it. <laughs> and we got we got money towards climate change. Right. We got the uh, we got su subsidies yeah. for the Affordable Care Act. Mm -hmm. Um, so I come, I mean, he's he he surprised all of us. He passed the thing that everyone thought was bad. Here's how you know it's a good thing is yeah. Republicans are whining. They they like Democrats used to whine about how this isn't fair. This is so this was good. He and he pulled it out like and it, it kept it under wraps. Um, so I I I, I gotta give him some props. So I love that you keep saying he, you're referring. <laughs> To Chuck Schumer, the real he is 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 Joe Manchin. I, I, here's what I'll say: the reason why we didn't think we were going to get anything was because of Chuck Schumer's lack of leadership. Man, it's it's on him. So I'm not throwing him a parade for doing his job. He got a bill passed. Hooray! Guess what? You're the Senate Majority Leader. That is literally your job to get bills on the floor passed. Congratulations. Where do we send the cookie? Where do we send this? I'm, I'm going to send Chuck Schumer a cookie on Twitter. On I'm not, at, I'm a, a, at said an actual, an actual cookie. Like who's there's a group there's a um, local bakery. Um, they make these really funny cakes. Uh, I think I needed to send him a cake. Man. Say hey Chuck, way to go Chuck! Congratulations for doing your job. Thank you for showing up for Democrats finally after how many years? uh of being uh being there so yeah chuck schumer congrats good job chuck keep holding it up man don't 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 let don't let the bitter people pull you down yeah way to go chuck okay all right so if, if you're gonna be mad at majority leader schumer mm -hmm. how are you feeling about our supreme court well how do you feel about scotus right now and the six three majority i have a huge I, there, there are no words. I mean, there are no words. It's just, it's what, what? I mean, this is, this is terrible. It is absolutely terrible. I, I, I don't even know what. I don't even know where to start. Unprecedented. Yeah. First time yeah. rights have been taken away. Right. Um, I mean, you, you all know, like this is front and center. We have to mention. It. I, I think maybe I'll say two things about this. First thing is. Um, you know, Alito's, his criteria for whether an unenumerated right should be mm. granted is to say that it has to be connected to history 
and tradition. Mm-hmm. And then more specifically, it has to be connected to rights that were afforded people in 1875. Something right. Like that, right. Yeah. Right. All right, y'all. That uh there were no rights for trailblazings right. in 1875. Oh man. I mean, like like just to be clear, history and tradition doesn't favors white men. Period. Right. Period. I mean, back then, in, in that in 1868, I would still be picking cotton. I'd be a sharecropper. I mean, uh, like you didn't have no rights. Which no. brings me to the second point. Right. Then the second point is, um, you know that. Most of the court was very clear, like, hey, this isn't about all unenumerated rights. This is strictly about um, uh, the right to an abortion, except, except <laughs> right. for Justice Clarence Thomas, oh. who essentially said, well, we might want to look at a couple other rights, mm-hmm. such as the right to marry, mm-hmm. um, specifically uh, gay marriage, right. such as the right to have birth control. The one thing that he left out was the right to intermarry. Right. That's right. Yeah. I wonder why. I don't know. What? Why? That's curious that he left that out, right? Well, are we assuming that he wrote this, or or maybe the his partner who was texting the chief of staff during the insurrection? Why is she? Why is she texting the chief of staff? Um, because she's got it like that. If I'm Clarence, I'm like, what you doing with Mark, Mark Meadows' number in your phone? What, what's, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Look, y'all, th- there, there are a lot of smart people mm-hmm. who have written on this. And it just, here's the thing that we need to hold up. The whole point of the 14th, no, I shouldn't say the whole point, but, but a compelling point about the need for the 14th Amendment and the right to privacy right, is the fact that that was written immediately after the Civil War to give people autonomy over their bodies and Mm -hmm. their families. So to break it down even more, right, slaves were free, but if they didn't have the freedom to choose what they wanted to do with their family, like if they couldn't choose how big or small they wanted their family to be, then like Mm -hmm. then you had their former slave owners who would kind of put that into play. So that's why they needed that autonomy, right? It was was directly related to a post-slavery world in which Black folks, former slaves, were Mm -hmm. fighting for true rights. Right. So this whole idea of bodily autonomy, right, is like, just like, this is rooted in how we saw that uh, decision makers who are at, who are wanting bodily autonomy, how we saw them as property, and mm-hmm. and we were making decisions. And by we, that's not me, but making decisions on their behalf. So now, so now, like, so we're we're gonna say is right. If 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 I want birth control, right, I can't get it. That, you, that's you see not how many right re- you see how many Republicans voted in the House against the right to contracept- contraceptives. I mean, and so I can't do that, right. And then now, you know, if 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 I'm gay, I can't choose my own partner. Right. Can't choose your partner. And then if I'm a woman, I don't have control over my own body. Like at some point, like I I thought I, I thought Republicans were not about governmental control. 
Well, that's what the, that was. That was what they used to get people to vote for them. But they were totally about control. Or maybe the better thing to say is like Republicans are not for governmental control as it relates to economics, but or, they are for governmental control as it relates to your own body, your own body and the decisions that you can make about your body and your family. Right. The only decision you can make with your body is whether or not you want to fire a gun. Other than that, I mean, here's the thing, the thing about the thing about um, uh, and I can't remember which case, if it's Lawrence uh, or if it's Oberfeld, but if uh, if people don't have the right. So if say if, if men who have sex with men or women who have sex with women, if they can't choose their own partner. I would think the statute that re the removal of that basically says that no one really has the right to choose who they engage with. So are we going to get to a point where the state is going to start telling you, you can't, you can't uh, intermingle with someone based on their race or their economics or their gender or their, idea. I mean, there is really no end to what no end. a state can do. Right. And it, it, and one of the implications just, just to me, a foul implication of this is now you see like the stories have come up like at Walgreens mm. and these people at Walgreens are like, so a woman is standing in line and she's, she, she looking for birth control, condom or something. And he's like, um, my conscience won't allow me to sell that to you. And, and, and Walgreens, and now it turns out I was just going to shop at CVS, but it turns out CVS has a similar policy that says that they have this, that they have this company policy that is if your conscience doesn't allow you to then uh, serve that person, then you're supposed to call somebody else and, and have them do right. that. Here's the thing, man. If you're going to make a big deal out of it, the right. embarrassment that, that you're going to bring somebody to, that, that that's no good. I, I don't understand. I guess maybe I'll say this. Right. I don't understand that your conscience won't allow you to sell a condom, which is legal, mm -hmm. right? or birth control, which is legal. Right. That, that what, It doesn't allow you to sell that to somebody, but it will allow you to then sell uh, um, uh, automatic rounds. Right. Um, it, 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 it allows you to then abide by systemic racism in which we are treating people right. less than like, so I just, I, it, it's curious to me that our conscious only has to do with our loins. Right. So apparently my conscience is only somehow triggered. Mm -hmm. I probably mean that literally right. triggered by anything that has to do with bodily parts. Right. I just want to know why why are other people being governed by other people's consciousness? Yeah. I mean, dude, if you if you work at a place that sells condoms, find another job that doesn't or you find a job that is in line with your values. But I don't yes. So I'm with yeah. you. I guess yeah. I just my thing is like I, I don't hear anybody saying, man, my conscience doesn't allow me to um to to accept the notion that. Um, that we're getting a, just a huge number of, of black people killed at the hands of the police. No right. one has right. a conscious objection to right. that. Right. Right. Well, yeah. Right. So what? So what if my consciousness was, and it's not, but if I truly believe, like, I mean, if it's like people are like, oh, all cops are, are bastards or whatever. If that was somebody's true belief, and a cop walks in to Walgreens, and they just want to buy some Altoids and a Sprite. <laughs> 
am I allowed to then say, well, my right. conscience, I can't sell you anything because I don't believe in the police. I don't believe that we should have police officers. Or what if I'm saying, you know, like, as you can see, I'm a big proponent. Oh, they're not going to see this, right? I, I'm not like, like the people listening. They're just listening. They can't see. I mean, I mean, we we could release this as video. We better not because, but, but. I, so I'm a, not saying that I'm not saying that I believe that about cops, by the way. No, right. Yeah. So if I believe that everybody should have facial hair. So, so can I just withhold shaving material? Yeah, for people. Because yeah, that, you should. Yeah, yeah, you should be able to. If that's your, if, if your consciousness wants everyone to have facial hair. So okay. I, I don't want like I, I do think there's something problematic with mm. um, Democrats and the fact that we come lately to this. I will even admit, for me, I have come lately to this. Like I, I I've been completely taken um, by surprise. Like this thing was down the road, but the answer is not simply. Hey, we we need to elections matter, and we need to get more people. Well, that is right. I will say that's not the only answer. And man, Mayor Garland not getting like like getting completely getting that pick stolen, right? Obama's right. pick stolen. Like this Supreme Court, it, and they're going to come for more. So y'all need to be clear. We need to be clear right. that. Um, we will continue to have rights taken from us mm -hmm. um, until and unless we take voting seriously. And my final thing on this is like, no more life appointments on the Supreme Court. We, yeah, we, everything turns 18 limits. years. Yeah. 18 years. You, like, they're, and I'm saying this for everybody. Like, 18 years is enough. Like, like we shouldn't be waiting on people to die or to retire mm -hmm. and on their own whim. Like, 18 years is a significant amount of time. And, like. But can I also say, with the Merrick Garland thing, we got to put some responsibility on the, on the former president, my favorite president of all time. Oh. Hey, he could have he could have played hardball with Mitch McConnell and said, oh, oh, so you're saying that you don't get to do this part of your job for the next eight months. I'm vetoing everything. I, OK, but didn't I have a majority? He I mean, they were overridden his veto, right? I mean, they could have, but they would have needed 60 votes. They didn't have 60 votes. I guess that's true. I mean, so I do put some responsibility on President, uh, going back to Clinton, we could have codified Roe v. Wade during the Clinton administration, during the Obama administration. That's true. Certainly, uh, Biden, knowing what Trump had done to stack the court, why was that not a priority? Well, it, it, we'll have to do another thing on the Supreme Court. Yeah. And, and there are lots of people smarter than than me. I mean, Jerry's smarter than me too, but, oh, that, no. um, but the, I think the other thing in there, like, so precedent, like, I, I, I know I listen very specifically to hear, uh, Brett Kavanaugh talk about precedent. Like all these people talk about precedent and apparently precedent don't matter. It don't matter. And if you're going to take precedent or if you're going to undo precedent as it relates to Roe and they're like, oh, but for sure we agree with precedent related to race like why would i believe that why yeah why like, should we based I mean, on what yeah based on what like well uh, because that's settled well we thought roe was settled apparently mm -hmm. nothing is settled. nothing is settled before 1868 well and if if alito gets his way then it's gonna be settled as of 1868 like there hadn't been a whole lot of things that happened so is he it. is he basically saying that everything passed, like, so the 13th Amendment, everything passed the 13th Amendment then? He would say related to unenumerated rights. I gotcha. I, 
my opinion is, I don't have anything to support. My opinion is he might, he might actually say everything we needed was settled by 1860. I will say this. I did not read the full opinion. Um, I did read a lot. I probably read the first 20 some odd pages of Alito's um, opinion. I definitely, I read all of uh, Justice Thomas's, um, so, you know, his supporting opinion. Uh, Lido, I, I myself, I feel like I've written better papers. Those kind of those eleventh hour deadline, and you're like <laughs> drinking lots of coffee. Um, you have all, you know, those all nighters. I mean, the logic. And I'm like, this guy's a Supreme Court justice, and the logic when you're citing 13th century um, kind of English law. And applying it to, and I'm, I'm like, where, what? 2022. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man. I, he would, he would, I would have, I would have, if I had graded his paper, I would have been like, come see me in the office. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you another shot at this. But that was, that was, and, and it was a draft opinion. He could have gone back and fixed it. He wasn't going to fix that. This was horrible, horrible, horrible. They just there's not a place for us in 13th century law. Period. Well, no. Well, there's a, I mean, there's a there's a place for us. True. There there is a place for us, <laughs> but it, it is not connected to the rights that we have. Right. It completely disconnected from the rights that we have. Let's talk, let's talk about let's talk about our happy place. Because you and I both love movies and yes. TV. Oh, yeah. Like I say to people all the time that uh, that one of my kind of rhythms for health mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is to take time and yeah. like watch things. Yes. We, we very often go see Marvel movies together. Yes. Yeah. Um, we we didn't get to see Thor because of how the summer worked out. Yeah. And we didn't get to see Nope because of how the summer worked right. out. But we'll, we'll probably do that. So we're going to, th- th- this next place is like yeah. shows. Like, yes. okay, talk about your show that you want to recommend. I want to recommend. So that I need to, I need to add the caveat for what I'm about to say. All right. The show that I'm going to, the show that I'm recommending is going to stress you out. Okay. <laughs> so I need to, I need to give you a trigger warning right now. If you have a pacemaker, if you have a uh, high blood pressure, um, just know going in that this show is going to raise your blood pressure. I'm, I'm talking about The Bear on Hulu, um, FX on Hulu. Uh, it takes place in a Chicago restaurant uh, that specializes in Italian beef. So if you've ever been to Chicago, had an Italian <laughs> beef sandwich. This restaurant is so, and I've talked to a handful of people that work in the service industry, and it feels so real and authentic to them, it is fast paced. You feel like you're in the kitchen, okay? You feel like you're in the kitchen with this crew. It is high, it's it's well shot, it's well acted. Um, it's gonna stress you out. But if you're ever, if you've ever been to a restaurant and wanted to know like what's going on in the back, what's going on in the back of the house, this show, The Bear, um it's just fantastic and just great there's great uh there's just great delivery great the writing the writing of the show is just absolutely phenomenal it's like there's eight episodes there's one episode that's only 18 minutes long i believe it's only 18 minutes long but oh you're just getting so much 
and um, the bear. I can't I can't speak to it highly enough. I I, I recommend it. I haven't seen it. Um, I just heard about it, so I'm looking forward to seeing. It. Apparently, it's been renewed for season two. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll give you my uh, Hulu password or something. Man, you can't say that. Like... I guess I can't. No, I wouldn't do that. Why is Netflix tripping? By the way, uh, man, that's a whole other thing. Uh, I, but I I have a whole diatribe I want to do. Like, can I talk about my <laughs> yes, show? Yes. My show. My show is. I cannot tell you how much I loved. Miss Marvel. Oh, on man, on show. Disney Plus. What a show! Right. So, yeah. just very briefly, it's about um, uh, a pa- a young Pakistani woman in the United States, and and she because of a bangle, um, mm-hmm. n- not the tiger, but the thing that goes around your wrist. Uh, I thought you were going to say the group, or the groups, um, or the group, uh, not the group, <laughs> because of a bangle. Uh, that that was passed down in her family she then has powers yeah and he there's so many things i like about this show so many mm. things the idea of representation mm. right yeah so this is a this is a pakistani family so yeah. part of what i love about it is like you know if you read comics and you're not deep into it you see a lot of white characters and it, it do we really think that the powers only are available to white folks. Right. Right. So, so I love that within the show, then you hear about like what happened in Pakistan around mm-hmm. the partition. And I was like, I don't know anything about that. I need to go look it up. That was amazing. Mm. Um, then you can like part of what I love about it. So it's not only is she Pakistani, but she's Muslim. Mm. And so we got to see like um, uh, we got to see uh, folks who practice Islam we got to see how that looks from inside the the Muslim uh, faith tradition, yes, as yeah. opposed to just talking outside of it. I, I listened to a podcast, and this one guy was like, "I've I've never gotten to see a Muslim cleric talk about um, what uh, the the what God is asking of, of us in a positive way." Right. And that was amazing. It just the I, part of the representation is about it was created by Muslim. Muslims slash Pakistanis for all of us, but then we got we were treated yes. to a front row seat of what a, a wedding tradition looks like. I mean, just so good. The storytelling was mm-hmm. was really good. Like we got to see this high school girl kind of come of age and deal with all that. And then here's my final thing. Uh, what I, I'm not going to give away spoilers. I, I originally was going to give away spoiler, and I, and I had to think about this. In the last episode, we saw how a community can rally mm. together. Oh man. So, yes. so part of this is, is, so I want to be clear that like t- to see this particular scene post Ferguson, like I was in per- mm. Ferguson and just thinking about like how um, the, 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 the kind of what we were involved in in Ferguson mm. and just to see the community rally around um, someone who has powers. Right. And I just thought, Actually, one of the threads around this idea of um, if if you are a powered individual or if you're not is like there is a power to community mm. of us kind of crossing lines potentially and to say and to stand up and say we will not accept this mm. and this is what we love. There is a power and a beauty to that, which I actually think one of the hidden messages around um, superheroes is that 
they they have all of these powers yet what is needed in this day and age is for non-powered superheroes mm. who don't have these huge powers to actually step like identify what our powers are but step into our humanness yeah. to demand and call for um beloved community so i yeah. mean i'm, I'm blabbing i cannot it you need to go get just do a trial version of, of disney plus yeah. and you just need to watch the show just watch watch ms marvel I, I think Imam was, he was my, probably my favorite character. He was amazing. Uh, in the show. And I don't want to give any spoilers either, but there is a moment. I, I love the dynamic between the mother and daughter. Oh, so good. And, you know, and, and there was a moment where there were three generations. Yes. And that to me, I got to tell you, I got, I really got teared up. Like there, it was just so powerful and rich. And it was one of the first times you know, um, seeing, um, you know, Pakistani people, um, uh, you know, and people of the Muslim faith, not othered. Yes. Like not absolutely. mysterious, like, you know, cause I, I mean, I love shows like Homeland and, but there's always this kind of this undertone that something nefarious. Yeah. And anti-Muslim yes, sesame. Yes. A hundred percent. And it just felt like that we were being invited into and just a small, small glimpse of of the realness, the reality of their world, and it was it, it was really generous. It, it felt like Ms. Marvel to me felt like like an act of love, an invitation to like just explore That's right. a different mindset. It was exciting. And to your point, the the, the Imam makes this line. I, I don't have it directly. I should I should yeah. I should get it directly. But essentially, he's saying, and I just love it because. It, this is a good faith message mm -hmm. for all of us. But just because you're treated terribly mm. doesn't give you the right to treat someone else terribly. And his point is like he said, actually, remember what God says. Mm. And, and it is like th this is the whole point of faith, mm. not one faith. But the whole point of faith is that, yes, there, it's about us and, 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 and the divine. But mm -hmm. just because we're treated terribly, can our faith compel us then to treat others? That's right. Not necessarily how we've been treated, but to treat others right. with love. It just, it, it, I agree with you. It's beautiful. Watch the show. Watch the show. What is it? Uh, six episodes? Six episodes. Yeah. Comment from Marvel. DM Jerry. If you don't have Disney Plus, he'll give you his. Um, well, uh, you can't say that. Is that what you said? I can't do that. I, I, I said he will give you a heads up I, on how how best to on how best to acquire uh, <laughs> episodes of the show. I probably should just get the bundle. You should get the bundle. I, I should get the bundle because I already have all the other stuff. I have I have Hulu. I have ESPN Plus. I have Disney Plus. Any basically, if there's a plus, I probably subscribe to it. I probably have it. That this is a conversation for for, for uh, another time yeah. because like I, I want to know like I want to explore all the pluses like I don't have Discovery Plus that's where I drew the line yeah I never got CNN Plus because I never understood that well that didn't make they didn't make it to um, like we want more news is well, that the thing but they never they that exploded that exploded I mean, yeah, before I mean somebody should have told them that was a bad idea right. they don't have friends all right Th this has been a long podcast. Yeah, this feels short to me because you know my other stuff. I, I go way too long. Well, yeah, and, and I'm cognizant of the fact, like I really am committed to doing this, y'all. So next week, but y'all need to know that, like, I know most y'all be like, I can't listen to any more of that. And Jerry has a good um, uh, podcast voice. I have a terrible podcast voice. I'm okay with it. 
I mean, it is what it is, but. You respect people's time though. I, I think I'm very disrespectful of time. I just keep going. <laughs> Going and going. It, it's because my experience as 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 a as a preacher, mm-hmm. like I know that folks can only hear me for so long. Like that, that's all. That, and even if they're gonna sit there, that doesn't mean they're gonna listen. All right, let's go to our shout. We don't really have any shout outs. We really don't. We have two call outs. We have really call outs. Okay, right? who's your first? Who, who's your call out? You do the first call out. I'm so we're in Kansas City. My, yeah, my Kansas City living. Call, we might be Cowboys loving, but we are Kansas City living. I'm calling out the Kansas City Royals. Not all the Royals, just 40% of the Royals. <laughs> Two weeks ago, the Kansas City Royals traveled to Toronto for a four-game series. And in Canada, they don't play. You've got to be vaccinated right. in order to be in the country. We had 10 players. 10, 10. That means we had to call people up from the minors from the minor league to play games. There are only 25 players on a team. So we went to Toronto with 15 players who were actually on the team. 10, most of the, a lot of those, I mean, probably half of those guys were starters, right? Our two best players were two of our three, but Salvi's our best player. Yes. And you, then you're going to call him out by name? Grinky's probably, our, I mean, is Grinky a Hall of Famer? That's got to be another name. Okay. Are you going to call these people out by name? <laughs> I'm not gonna call him out by name. Andrew, Andrew Benatendi <laughs> and and Andrew Benatendi and, and Whit Merrifield. I'm calling them out because they are the, supposed to be the leaders of the team, along with Salvi. They're the leaders of the team. They they went out and said, well, they didn't make the trip because it was a personal matter. They they've done the research and decided that the vaccine wasn't for them. However, if they were to be playing for a contender they would consider getting vaccinated. So basically what they're saying is Kansas City sucks. The, the, the organization sucks. The fans suck. The town sucks. You're not worth it. We, we, we're not in it to win it. And because we're not interested in winning, we're also not interested in getting the vaccination. Andrew Benatendi, now playing for the New York Yankees, a contender, the best team in baseball, best, best record team. in baseball right now. I would imagine he's probably gotten the vaccine. In the same division. In the same division as the Toronto Blue Jays. So if he wants to contribute to the Yankees, because the New York Yankees, every year their expectation is they need to be playing for a World Series. If he's interested in playing for a World Series, they're going to have to probably play Toronto. They're definitely going to play Toronto during the season, but probably will have to face them in the playoffs. Right. He's going to have to get vaccinated. So all that, oh, it's a personal matter. And oh, it's deep conviction. No, it's not. I mean, yeah, th- this whole idea that I've done research on this. Uh, w- w- so, like, I-, I just want to be clear. Like, I feel like I have read a lot mm-hmm. and I see a lot. And I have questions now about mm-hmm. the, the, the the standards. Like, if, if you've been exposed, it's now five days instead of 10. And, but I would never say that I have more information than an epidemiologist. Right. right. Like, someone who who understands vaccines and public health at its very core like yeah. you've been doing research you want like to and to posit that like i've done the research on it like come on man. i mean like well, well so this is a whole other conversation i actually have an issue when people say i've done the research googling is not research that's not research, research is a discipline okay yeah. you don't get to just say i've done the research if you can't point like all right benatendi show me the five peer-reviewed studies just give me five it was, that you've read. But I think it was Merrifield. Benatini just said it's a personal matter. And he left it alone. Uh, yeah. It was Merrifield who it was said Merrifield. that he did the research. And he didn't just rely on social media. 
So that means he, he went he, to the library, or or or, or he or Fox, or uh, he went to peer-reviewed articles. What was that? OAN. 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 Yeah, Newsmax, 4chan, whatever. Kick rocks with, beat it. The other question I have is like, does that mean that they didn't get the polio vaccine? Probably not. So like, and they never get the flu, the flu shot. Well, so my whole thing is that means if if that's the case, you've done the research on everything you have put in your body ever. They don't take aspirin, right? You 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 did the research on Gatorade. (laughs) You did you did the research on the steak that you had for dinner the night before. I I mean, give me a break. You're not doing, here's the thing. I love all of you, okay? And there's probably some of you out there doing it. I, But most of us, 99% of us, as smart as we are, as much as we may have Googled, whether we agree with the vaccine, disagree with the vaccine, I can say with almost almost 99% certainty, none of us have done research. That's all I'm saying. That's really a great point. In some ways, like, been intending just saying it's a personal matter like that's kind of a cheesy way out but at least it's more authentic it is it, yeah because the, the other i've done the research on it like okay yeah like right right okay. I mean, come on and then even me when i do the research on it like i'm listening to like these people so it's biased because i'm not going to go read joe rogan's notion yeah. of what 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 it means basically to- my research was if they were on ezra klein's podcast <laughs> yeah yeah, I read the New York Times. You know, I breezed over a couple Andy abstracts. Slavitt. Yeah, Andy Slavitt. A couple uh, you know, abstracts of peer-reviewed studies, but I didn't go through the whole thing. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm just as uh, it's a it's, it's it's personal to me too. I guess maybe me and Benetton have more in common than I think. All but, right, the, to be continued because we might have to have another thing on. You whether, were trying to cut this short too, and I, I just totally uh, no, that's all right. Like like whether folks are gonna get the the monkeypox vaccine <laughs> who's coming up with the names oh yeah that's a whole other thing let me, <laughs> let me do let me do my shout out let me or my my call out here here's my call out y'all and and just and probably given uh, people that know us and, and yeah. like so i'm speaking to the choir but i gotta do it it's like uh representative margie marjorie taylor green who essentially said in the news um this last week that we should be a country of Christian nationalists. Um, and and I don't even want to read her statement no. because it's so ridiculous, but she's like, I am a nationalist and and you know, like I, I believe in our country and I am Christian. And so we and then and then she went from from the I statement to then a corporate saying we should be uh, a country of Christian nationalists. And, and I just want to point out a couple of things, um, Representative Green. Number one, um the 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 historical evidence of Christian nationalists, um, two of the ones that come up would be uh, Germany and Italy. I want to mm-hmm. make sure, like, are you advocating for the kind of um, uh, Christian nationalism that w- that took effect in Germany and Italy? That's that's the first. Aren't thing. those Axis powers? Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, this, this is the yeah. whole thing, right? <laughs> and, and, and look, I, I will readily admit in, in a longer conversation that we'll, you know what was happening in Germany and Nazism is that really mm-hmm. nationalism? I know there's a conversation to be had. Here's the thing: once Hitler um, realized, like I don't think he would favored any religion, but once he realized that there was something to be gained by um, connecting with Christianity, he did. Mm-hmm. So, um, Representative Green, I. I, I I 
I would ask you to show me where in the Christian sacred texts that God or Jesus, I'm assuming you, you exalt them as being the same, or, or the Holy Spirit. I'll give you a choice of three. If any of those three, one, where do they equate country, love of country with love of God? Like where, where do you find that in the sacred text? And then just my other call out is this, but because to me, this is the more salient point because I, she's not my representative and all of it. To my evangelical kin, for those of you that really, really are um, not standing up and opposing Christian nationalism and what happened, like mm. the, the, the ramifications of Christian nationalism, January 6th, like mm. if you're not doing that, just understand that one of the things in Christian nationalism, that it, it, it's very closely aligned to Arianism or at least this notion of white supremacy. Like, if you say you care about me, you respect me, you love me, you cannot hold um, that you care about me and then also hold to Christian nationalism. Mm -hmm. I, I would not, I would be dead within a, uh, within um, a, a strict Christian nationalist mm -hmm. um, uh, 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 framework. And, and, and I just, it's time for us like, I don't mind connecting faith and, and decision-making and faith in government. And to be clear, I'm not advocating for a theocracy. I'm not, but like, I think faith is connected to our decision-making. And that any the if we're coercing people into adopting our religious views, we've missed the point. Mm -hmm. Now, just my little tease, and you can say whatever mm -hmm. you need to for me internally, it's a the next question is the struggle between evangelism and coercion. And mm. that means that's for another day. And, and I don't have easy answers. I'm willing to engage in the conversation. But Christian nationalism leads us down a destructive, exclusive path mm. in which we are killing people who are not right. And we are killing people who refuse to declare God and country as being synonymous. I think we've got our next topic. I think, I, I do feel like, because we are, we are, I mean, we are moving quickly in reverse to an era. So with Alito pulling us back to the 19th century, right. you've got Marjorie Taylor Greene and a whole bunch of other people. A whole bunch. Like she, she was espousing something that lots of folks agree with. Yeah, are, are trying to pull us back to early 20th century, um, this is problematic. Like this, and it's happening. And it's not just, it's not just a, a culture war anymore. It, I feel like it's an armed, I, I, I believe that the people who would most likely believe and support Marjorie Taylor Greene's assertion or Justice Alito's assertion, or I would say Supreme Court's assertion at this point, they're prepared, in my view, to take up arms against any sort of collective, um, nonviolent direct action against those that basically protest. Like, if yeah. we're out, they're, they're preparing and are prepared. And so we have to dig into what you're just talking about. I, I think we really should, on this show, I think we need to consider doing some deep dive um, in this, because this is important. Like yeah. this is, um, and I don't hear a lot of these conversations happening in the public square, but you know, I mean, I feel like you are suited to really speak to that. And I, Marjorie Taylor Greene, 
I, I, I know you're asking like rhetorical questions of her, but I, I kind of want to know from her, like, hey, show me. Yeah. Show I mean, me. To, to your point about armed resistance, like, I think we've entered into a place in our country where, you know, somebody's t-shirt about, you know, I, I'm going to kill somebody. Like, that's no longer rhetorical. No. Oh, no, no, no. They mean it. Yeah, I mean January sixth is this thing, and it, I just want to point out again, in, in, in a in a kind of a nationalist viewpoint, if you don't agree with the other person, then then the 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 consequence is death. The January sixth writers, if they had gotten to Vice President Pence, they they had a they, they had, were prepared to kill him. They had a spot in the galleys for him, and that's not an overstatement. Like no. that, they had that ready. And this is a dude from their own party. Right. He, he just wasn't as extreme as them. And, and again, nationalism has never served. Nationalism elicits a reaction from all of us and it get it, it causes it causes kind of a fervent reaction, but it has never served mm. any country well ultimately because it only it only it, it's meant to protect a few. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'll end this way is like. Um, I was promised when I, when my family emigrated to this country, that the promises of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, all of those things, I was promised that that was available to all of us, mm -hmm. not just those of us who are Christian nationals. That's right. That's right. I mean, I, there's a whole other conversation because my thought is that I don't believe you can be a Christian and be a nationalist. I mean, there, there's yeah. that. There's that. I, I don't. I just. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I was going to say. I think you can't be. You can't, you can't be. be a Christian. You're right. Or, or, you cannot be a follower of Christ and be a nationalist. Now, so I. Well, I'm ready. To, I think we should semi-retire the word Christian until, and I think people need to earn it. I think we just give it out too loosely. I think we just. We, we've let people take that word, and I'm like, no, I don't think you get to use that. I don't think you get to, get to say it if that's what you're doing to people. I don't, I, I just, that, to me, it's an, it's an insult to people who truly practice, who truly believe, who truly live it out. I just think it's it's not right uh, that the Marjorie Taylor Greens of the world, and I'm not saying that as someone, I, I'm probably, I'm not a great Christian. I don't know when the last time I've been to Mass, but I know that I, there's a respect there's a respect for what it means to claim one's faith. And that to me, whereas we were talking about Ms. Marvel and how that felt like, man, right. we're, we're being invited into this world and seeing just a, a small glimpse of, of what, what, it, what it might be like uh, for someone like we're, this is the opposite. This is like, join us, right? join us or die. Resistance is futile. It's, it's kind of like they're the, the board. They're the, the board. board. Well, that that's true on so many levels. So we just lost. How many people do you think we lost right now with that? With uh, I mean, we probably had we probably had a following of five, so maybe we lost three. You and I'll still listen. Yeah, to, just to up our download numbers. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna go to all the different platforms. The, this will be and on it. The downloads. <laughs> and that would create different profiles. Okay, this is probably a good time to ask people to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Yes, do that. I mean, by rating, but we really do mean five stars, right? <laughs> don't give me four stars. I don't want friend zone. We don't want friend zone. We love you. 
We don't don't friend zone us. Give us five stars. We need all the love we can get. Um, rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. And it's going to be wherever you can get podcasts. Anywhere you can get podcasts. But if you're listening to podcasts <laughs> on Google, I don't know what I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's there. It's available on there. I'm not trying to take a shot at Google, but you, you just know, I, I guess I just did. did. Sorry. Google, he does not speak for Trailblazer because I need your search parameters. Like, yeah, I, I, I manage you. Right I now. love you, Google. I really do. I love you, Google. I really do. I appreciate you. Jerry's getting paid by Bing. YouTube, YouTube music. I love YouTube music. It's my favorite. It's my favorite music streaming platform. Dude, people stop listening 15 minutes ago. We, we need to end Google hasn't stopped. We need to end the show. All right, y'all. All right. Until the next episode. Peace. Next week. Yes. <laughs>